With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice and my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code clink at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code clink, mylifeinabook.com. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Rose dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Good afternoon, Gretchy. Good afternoon. How is your drive tonight? Oh my God. <laughs> Three hours. So boring. I know. Three hours. A three-hour tour. No. <laughs> I want to tell everybody what we're drinking today because it's pretty special. It's the Taffer Seltzers that are so amazing. Taffers is jumping on the boat like all the other cool kids. I know. You know, when I was in Cabo this weekend, one of the girls we were with was asking for like a White Claw or whatever. Uh, But these are better. 
These are way better. And seriously, I was really into White Claw. These are so good. These, they have like fancy, I don't know. They have fancy names, but they don't taste fancy. They just taste freaking awesome. Refreshing. Yeah. So drinking. But isn't that crazy? Like at the bars now they're asking for this Oh, yeah. 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 So bars need to start carrying these seltzers because really I think people are onto it even though they make you burp. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Okay. So um, another thing, guys, we have a listener. Her name is Sarah. And she sent us this amazing, beautiful jewelry. And I want to give her a shout out because I really, truly love what she sent us. And not only are these, it's like beaded jewelry and they're, they're like meaningful beads, Mm -hmm. which I'm super into, but then she sends this essential oil with it. And guess what it was called? What? You know what I already know what it's called. Just (laughs) kidding. It's called liquid Xanax. Yeah, I put some on. So if I seem a little too low key today, you you all can blame it on Sarah. Oh my God. It smells so good. I'm like, okay, anything that has that kind of name on it, put it right on. Oh, yeah. You know? Anyway, so I want to tell you guys her company's name is Beaded Bench. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Beaded Bench. Or beaded bench, like you know, B E N C H. Yeah, you can find her there. So, and the stuff is real cute, you guys. It is, and it's, it's not like expensive. Wood, and then the um, the different you know stones. Yeah, yeah we're all together. Like it's super styly. Yeah. So use promo code bench for ten percent off, and it's not expensive. And the holidays are coming up, and I was thinking I'm definitely going to get them for my aunts and stuff. For yeah, that's cool. And I'm like all perfect. about the like, you know. Babes helping babes. Totally. And she's a mom. Yeah. You know, she's like a true crime housewife. Yeah. We appreciate the hustle. We do. Check her out, guys. All right. Real quick. We also have a few reviews. Gretchen, you want to tell us some? Sure. Wheezy peasy baby. Oh. Five stars. Sweet. Awesome. Alice Love 92 says, treat yourself and subscribe to the housewives. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. My fave podcast from Ailish 816. Oh, I think I, I wonder who, who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better be your favorite, Ailish. Okay. And BFFs in my mind from B Mommy X4. Oh, V Mommy, we are your BFFs. We are. I feel that way about a lot of people. In my mind, we're friends. Yeah, like Jeff Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have one more? Uh, yeah, 80K Girl 84 says, my favorite. Oh, what up, 80K Girl? Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Thanks for those reviews, guys. Okay, now what did we do this week? Grouchy. I went to back to school night. I had that last night. Oh, it's that time of year. It is. How was it? It was all right. My husband came with me this time and we just went to our twin girls classroom. So we sat at like different little tables. Yeah. And this first grade teacher, she's laying down the gauntlet for us. First grade gauntlet. First grade gauntlet. I mean, we're talking lots of homework. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Which, I mean, they gave us homework last year, but, you know, I just did it when I felt like it. 
this year she gave us like these homework passes and is like, this is good for one week. She actually gave you a pass. Yeah. She's like, don't lose it because you only get one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, what is the punishment if you don't turn it in? Wow. And then my favorite part of the evening though was so there's like this worksheet and you have to do 20 minutes a night of reading and it's broken into like five minute increments. You can read to your child, your child can read to you, or they can read to themselves. And this parent raises his hand and says, well, my child won't let me read to them anymore. She just wants to read to me. Oh, and like- she just reads and reads and reads. And we're all looking at him like... Shut up, you little like, bragger. Yeah. Bragger McBraggerson. Dude, that's super annoying. Yeah. So Especially when... like big eye rolls. So I wanted to like one up him and like raise my hand like the snarky mom in me and be like, um, excuse me, Miss Ledry, but we're multilingual. So would it be okay if my child read in Mandarin or <laughs> Spanish on some <laughs> nights? Is that okay? <laughs> Or be like, is it okay that we've already finished, that I've already read the whole Harry Potter series to my child? That's in first grade. Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, my God. We're still on, like, the cat. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Mine was was just even chill. They actually were like, oh, if you – we have one day of homework, and it's no (sighs) more than 10 minutes. And it's one day of homework a week. <laughs> Perfect. Sign me up for that. I can deal. That's so nice. I don't know how the working moms do it. I don't either. Seriously. I mean, it's pretty awesome that they yeah. can, you know, get it together because I sure can't. I just got back from Cabo. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. How was Cabo? It was awesome. So I went, I think I mentioned it, but it was for my friend Jay's 40th birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Jay. And it was amazing. I mean, really super cool. Besides, we missed our flight on the way home. So that has like babysitter challenges and doctor appointment challenges, but we made through. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you. Okay. So, you know, I can't drink like I used to be able to in my 20s. Oh, yeah. You're such a baby. I am. So we went to a pool party and then I knew the party continued into the night into like a dinner formal party. Mm-hmm. And so I was real sneaky and just drank iced tea and Perrier for the good five hours of the pool party. Yeah. Good for you. I don't think I could ever have that much restraint. I mean, if I was sitting in a pool in Cabo, there's no way I'm not drinking cocktails. I mean, you got to have a spacer. So you have like a cocktail and then an iced tea or Diet Coke or something like in between so you can keep your mojo going all day. Yeah. But there's no way I could not be drinking until five o'clock. Did you say? That's crazy. Yeah, I got, I, yeah, I did because you know what? I just knew I needed to, I needed to, you know, be okay to drink some wine or cocktails or whatever at night. And so I didn't start till later. Well, good for you. Yeah. You skinny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping on that train. Yeah. Did you stay on keto the whole time too? No, I didn't actually. I had chips and salsa a lot. Oh, that makes me so happy. I mean, I I try, you know, I try to be really good, but that's definitely my downfall is chips and salsa. Yeah. I uh, haven't eaten in three days. You haven't? No. Well, that's not good. 
I'm crashing for, um, we're going to Napa. Yes. I've been a little down in the dumps lately, and so I've been taking comfort in burritos. So I got to make <laughs> up for it. <laughs> I have a photo shoot on Friday. Uh, and wow, so fancy. I know. And I ordered these pants. They're from Italy. And those sizes are not the same as They're American. They're so crazy. I'm like, holy shit, I got to get my ass in these pants. And... I can't, I don't have time to order another pair, you know, so I'm going strict keto this Big week. problems. Yeah. Strict yeah. keto. Yeah. All right. So Gretchen's on the mic. Sorry guys. Okay. I'm just going to apologize really quick. And I know you probably don't think I need to, but last week's episode was real. It wasn't the best. Okay? <laughs> I can't believe you're apologizing. I know, but as many times as I like listen to it and then I just started, I know, ugh, was it was a real difficult episode to, to do. It, you guys. But if you couldn't follow it, seriously, go watch that Evil Genius show. It's friggin' amazing. All right. Okay. Today, Tabby, yeah, I am me. going to tell you about a young lady named Heather Mack. Right? Sounds like a good one- name, right? Not a stupid name. Like, you know. It sounds like one of our reviewers. Right? Have we said that name before? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Heather Mack. Well, she could listen to podcasts. Okay. Okay. Heather was born in 1996. Ooh, she's a young one. Yeah, a young lady. Yeah. To parents Sheila and James Mack. Heather's father was an African American Grammy Award winning jazz musician. Mm. Heather's mother was a socially active, sophisticated white woman. So Heather is biracial and beautiful because, you know, those swirly types are always so pretty. The most beautiful people in the world. I know. Okay. So Heather grew up very privileged in the Oak Park suburb of Chicago. She was an only child, the apple of her parents' eye, and given everything she ever wanted. The Mack family of three frequently went on extravagant vacations all over the world. It was actually on a family trip to Greece that sadly, James Mack suffered a pulmonary embolism and died when Heather was just 10 years old. Oh my God. Yep. Real drag. So after Heather's dad died, according to relatives, Heather became more and more difficult and defiant. I think this is pretty common with teenagers, but Heather really took it next level. The police were actually called to Sheila and Heather's home over 80 times in the 10-year period after James died. Whoa. Whoa is right. Relatives report that the reasons ranged from Heather being physically abusive, even biting her mother to stealing her mother's credit cards. Despite so many calls to police, Sheila Mack never pressed charges against her daughter. So, okay, obviously the relationship is strained. And to make matters worse, Heather went and got herself a boyfriend named Tommy Schaefer. And as a result of Heather sneaking out at all hours of the night to party with him, Sheila did not approve of this young man. So let me tell you a little bit about Tommy. Tommy had the opposite upbringing of Heather. 
He was raised in a tough neighborhood in Chicago by a single mother. Now, Tommy's mother bust him out of the neighborhood to get him a better education in the Oak Park area where he was a good student and did well in sports, but his real passion was hip-hop music. So it's easy to see why Heather was so infatuated with Tommy. Tommy was this handsome African-American aspiring musician, just like her father. And in turn, Heather had this musical connection and a lifestyle that was really attractive to Tommy. When the two met at a party where Tommy was performing, they were immediately drawn to each other. And like the kids say, they hooked up the first night they met. Wow. Yeah. I think they all do that these days. I think they do too. I don't even know that the kids even see each other in person. <laughs> it's just sexy. I don't know. I don't know what it. Yeah, what they do. Okay, so at some point, Sheila found out that Heather was pregnant. Oh no. Mm-hmm. We know this because Sheila had a friend that she was frequently in communication with via email, and she had told him that Heather was eight weeks pregnant, and she didn't know what to do because she felt Heather was out of control. So apparently, Sheila's way of handling this situation was to whisk her daughter away on a first-class trip to the St. Regis in Bali. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. totally normal, right? Really? Yeah. For sure. It's totally what you should do. So, okay, well, if you didn't know anything about this mother-daughter relationship, based on the photos from the trip, you would assume that this relationship was not just perfectly normal, but perfect. I mean, I can really only speculate what Sheila was thinking at the time as to why, under the circumstances, she would take Heather off to Bali But I imagine she wanted to maybe put some distance between Heather and Tommy and to have some like mommy-daughter chats about how the future is all going to shake out. I'm going to show you some pictures from this trip right now. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. Right? Yeah. They look, I mean, they look actually professional, were they? Probably, I mean, they're at the St. Regis. Yeah, right. They probably I mean, are professional. Really cute. Yeah, really cute. Does really not, cute girl. Does not look like knocked up daughter with she the <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah, you know when they're really that young. doesn't like. When you're really young and get pregnant, your belly tends to not. Oh my God. Those young mamas got it going on right there because they bounce right back. I know. Let me tell you what happens when you get knocked up at 34. With twins? Yeah, you don't bounce right back. Don't bounce right back. (laughs) Okay. So, like I was saying, mommy probably wanted to have some chats with Heather about the future, but Heather was not feeling this plan. So she decided to steal her mom's credit card and fly her boyfriend Tommy down to Bali and get him a hotel room too. At the same Regis? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's totally normal. Yeah. That's a thousand dollar a night hotel room, and mind you, that plane ticket, twelve thousand bucks. Yeah, shut the front door. Yeah, business class. No. Way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like a spoiled brat move with some balls. 
OMG. Right? She should have just chartered a plane for him. For real. <laughs> so I don't know how long Heather was planning on keeping Tommy and Bali a secret from her mama, but it wasn't a secret very long. One night, Sheila got up and went down to the front desk asking if any hotel staff had seen her daughter because she was terribly worried after Heather had gone seemingly missing for a few hours in a foreign country. She's thinking like sex trafficking or yeah. like, you know, something. And she's like, oh, great. My Heather who like runs off in Chicago. It's bad enough there. But here. Freaking out. Yeah. Freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so she's just in the middle of a panic. And according to the front desk clerk, while she was talking to Sheila, guess who strolled into the lobby hand in hand with their boyfriend? Dude, she is just giving it to her mom. Oh, like- yeah. Sheila was pissed. She put it together right away that little Miss Heather had stolen her credit card again to fly out Tommy to Bali, and she was naturally furious. The three had a confrontation in the lobby, but eventually they all went upstairs to their rooms. The next thing that we know that happened was that Heather and Tommy texted each other from their rooms on the third and the sixth floor. So like, Sheila kind of sounds like a saint, dude. I would be like, kick it to the curb, dude. Like, you're not staying at the St. Regis on my dime, Tommy. Oh my God. But I don't know. Whatever. She sounds like that Dirty John lady. Yeah. Right? Get a fucking clue. Yeah. Sorry for the F word, but seriously. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So the conversation via text between Heather and Tommy indicated that the two had a plan for Heather to kill her mother herself. Oh. Yeah. They wanted to wait for Sheila to fall asleep, and then Tommy asked Heather if she could just whack her with a big-ass pole. Oh, God. Yeah. Heather doesn't think she could do it, and she asked Tommy if, like, they can just suffocate her together. Tommy texts Heather a picture of a large glass fruit bowl with metal handles from his room and asks if she thinks this will be hard enough. The two agree that it'll probably work. And then they can just whack her and say she was drunk and fell. Oh. Great plan, right? I mean, it kind of sounds like an okay plan, but I cannot. This plan has potential. It does. And you're in a foreign country. and Yeah, it does. But clearly they didn't execute it properly or we wouldn't be talking about it. True. Okay. So Tommy left his room with the fruit bowl under his shirt. And went down to Sheila and Heather's room. And we know this because there's video from the hotel of him doing this. Guess what? The fruit bowl was hard enough to bludgeon Sheila to death. Sheila Mack died a horrible death. According to Heather, after it was over, she was so upset by the death of her mother becoming a reality that she couldn't just leave her mother behind. So she went to the front desk and asked for some duct tape. And her and Tommy folded up Sheila's body into a suitcase. Heather sat on it so Tommy could zipper it. And then they wrapped it in duct tape and carried it down the hotel stairs. (laughs) O-M-G. Yeah. All of this is caught on 
tape from the hotel security cameras. And that's got to be like at least 130 pounds. Dude. Well, in the video, I mean, they are both like carrying it like, you know. It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Is it on rollers? But they're going downstairs and they're not just oh. kabunk, kabunk, kabunk. Oh so like he's, <laughs> she's holding, you know, the back and he's, yeah. you know, whatever. The front. Yeah. Okay. So the two that fancy themselves Bonnie and Clyde now, okay, mm. hopped in a taxi and put the suitcase with Sheila's body in the trunk. They then got out of the taxi and got into another one. Now, apparently Heather had second thoughts about keeping her mother's body with her because the two decided to get out of the first taxi and leave the suitcase with the body in it. Was the cab driver not like, hey, you forgot your suitcase? I don't know. A side note. At this point, I am going to just give you a little spoiler that it turns out these two crazy kids have been plotting Sheila's murder for a while. And I'm just a little mind blown that Tommy had like all that time on the plane to come up with a plan. I mean, that's like an 18 hour flight. Yeah. And this is like the best they could do. I mean. Whack her with a fruit bowl. I don't feel like they're, you know, seasoned criminals. Yeah. And leaving the body behind in a taxi, like, that's not going to, like, come back to get you? <laughs> I feel like maybe they have a problem with procrastination. Yeah, probably. Yeah, come up with a better plan. Maybe put a condom on before you impregnate <laughs> yeah, the girl. We'll start there. <laughs> okay. Procrastination? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so while Tommy and Heather take the taxi to a budget hotel with Sheila's credit cards using their real names to check in. Hmm, seasoned criminals, see? rookies, okay? The driver of the first taxi discovers the bloody suitcase in his trunk and takes it to the police. Police open it up and discover Sheila. And since the driver knew the last place that he picked up people that used the trunk was at the St. Regis, the police asked the hotel to account for any old white women they had as guests. They narrowed it down to Sheila pretty quickly and police entered her room where they discovered a bloody mess along with broken blue glass from the fruit bowl used as the murder weapon. They also found Heather's passport in the room and her and Tommy's cell phones. <laughs> they are super idiots. Like, seriously. <laughs> Come up with a plan. Okay. So they took a look at the last few messages. I mean, it sounds like they didn't even have a lock on their cell phone. They <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it was pretty clear they had their prime suspects. So police also saw a text between Tommy and his cousin Robert Bibbs discussing how to kill Sheila. They discussed her drowning and making it look like an accident. They also discussed her maybe Odin on drugs. These text messages also disclosed that the motive for wanting Sheila dead was so that Heather would have access to her trust fund that her father had set up for her to receive when she was 21, which was just two years away. But these two kids did not want to wait for the one and a half million dollars they wanted it now, and they wanted all of Sheila's money, too. Greedy assholes. Yeah. 
You think? Yeah. So the Balinese police asked the local media for help in finding Tommy and Heather. And the hotel owner, where they had just checked in, quickly turned them in. So Heather and Tommy were arrested. And at first, they told the police that an armed gang had abducted them and killed Sheila. Hmm. Yeah, so that story didn't, like, last long. They didn't see the cameras in the hotel, I guess. Yeah, right? Kidnapped you and checked you into a budget motel with... With your mom's credit card. Yeah, 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 yeah. How old was the boyfriend, do you know? (sighs) Around the same age? Around the same age. Like, they're so naive. They're so naive. When that story didn't, you know, wasn't working for them, they changed it to that Tommy had come to Bali to tell Sheila that Heather was pregnant. And when they did, Sheila strangled Tommy. And so that's when he bashed her head in with the fruit bowl in self-defense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know the part about Tommy coming to Bali to tell Sheila about Heather being pregnant was not true because, like I told you in the beginning, Sheila had emailed her friend that her little princess was knocked up two weeks prior. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just like side note to all y'all out there that are maybe thinking about telling your future mother-in-law that she's about to be a grandma if she don't like you. And even if she does, maybe the best way to do it is not like on her dime with her stolen credit card. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. Maybe just wait till like she gets back or call her on the phone. I don't know. Suggestion. So anyways, Heather's story will change again later and she'll retract it again. And I'll get to that. But I mean, like there's so much evidence here. The video footage. Yeah. Whatever. Like we're not buying what these two kids are selling. Right. Okay. So. Heather and Tommy get charged with the murder of Sheila Mack in Bali, where the maximum sentence is death by firing squad. Holy heck. Yeah. I didn't even know that still happened. (laughs) I mean, you got to be careful in these foreign countries what's going on. I mean, if you, you know, that guy that took the poster from in like Korea or something. Oh my God. Like Singapore or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. cut his hands off or something. Yeah, yeah. Bananas. Yeah, mind your P's and Q's. The way the trial system works in Bali is not by jury. It is by three judges, which I don't hate that idea. I'm okay with it. At least they're professional. Yeah. Like, you never know who's going to be on a jury. Right. Got 12 jurors that found OJ innocent. Come on. And Casey Anthony. Right. And this new one about this pregnant cheerleader she got off she killed her baby she had the baby she killed it and she's claiming that it was stillborn or something oh whatever but i feel like they can figure that out she went to trial and they acquitted her bananas that's what i'm saying i don't know if the jury system is really yeah the right system well okay so at heather and tommy's trial They were tried at the same time. The court proceedings took over two months and things were like not looking that good for them. Right. You've heard all the evidence. Yeah. But they took a two week break in April of 2015 when Heather gave birth to a baby girl she named Stella. When the trial reconvened, Tommy was sentenced to 
18 years for the premeditated murder of Sheila Mack. And Heather was sentenced to 10. Why? The judges acknowledged that Heather giving birth during the trial played a role in her lighter sentence because they felt that they didn't want to punish baby Stella by imprisoning her mama for too long. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I will give it to Bali that, I mean, this whole, like, charge trial thing, I mean, this happened in August, and this was wrapping up in April. I mean, they're pretty efficient, you know, how long it takes somebody to go to trial here, right? Okay, so what happened to baby Stella that she gave birth to during the trial? Well, in Bali, you can keep your baby with you in prison until their second birthday. So, yeah. That is actually not the only thing different about Bali prison. I'm going to show you some pictures of the Karobakan prison where Heather and Tommy currently reside. Yes, please do. Okay. Oh, are they together too in prison? They're on different sides. Okay. Okay. So here, some pictures of Heather. In prison? In prison. No. Yeah, apparently you can, like, just get a hold of a real cute outfit if you want. Yeah, like, it looks like she's just hanging out at home. Yeah, here is Tommy and the baby. That Because they not, bring the baby over to him, too. That is not prison. And look at all these... By the way, the baby Paintings is, and everything behind him. The baby is... Stupid so cute. cute. Stupid cute. And he is a good-looking guy. I mean, what the hell are these people thinking? Yeah. Holy cow. I, you guys, you are going to die when you see these pictures online. Yeah, they don't look like prison at all. No, and this baby. So what happens after two years? Where does the baby go? Well, I'll get to that. Because, you know, grandma's dead. Right. Well, there's Tommy's mom. Yeah. Okay. okay. But okay. so That's Heather funny. has posted numerous posts of what appear to be her partying on Instagram. She has Instagram? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Bali. Oh, yeah. I watched an interview with her, from a journalist with her. She's Skyping the Holy interview. guacamole. Yeah. So you can get the death penalty by firing or you can live a life of luxury. And okay. So jail. this Karobacon prison where it, it appears they're playing music, they're in normal clothes, and they're like partying. I also read there are up to 21 people sharing a room. And the prison is riddled with drugs and clearly alcohol because she's drinking. Obviously. Yeah. And that there is a lot of violence, but I don't know. Doesn't look that bad from what I saw. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, she was probably like Little Miss Popular there because she had so much money on her commissary. Why? Because she got a stipend from her trust. Oh, wow. And you know, the American dollar goes a long way in the uh, Indonesia. Wow. Holy mole. Yeah. So her Instagram is down right now. Naturally, I tried to friend her. (laughs) (laughs) But remember how I told you she was going to change her story? Yeah. Well, she did. She posted it on YouTube, which you can see. Mm. And she posted a confession that she is the one that killed her mother and that her and her lawyers told Tommy that he had to take the blame in court or he would receive 
the death penalty. So what, they're trying to get him out early? Dude, I don't know what she's thinking, but Heather retracted this statement just days later, and Tommy now says he's sorry that he ever even got involved with a sociopath like her. Yeah, hello. Yeah. And I believe him because not only is he serving 18 years, but remember his cousin, Robert Bibbs, that I told you he had texted about drowning and maybe Odin? Yep. Well, Robert was tried in the USA for plotting to kill Sheila and took a plea for nine years in federal prison. That's still a long time. That is a long time. And he didn't like really, he wasn't even part of the plan. Yeah. He was just like, hey. That's crazy. I mean, shoots. Makes me worried somebody could like hold me accountable for all my suggestions on this podcast. (laughs) That's what my husband says. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, But I'm not going to take heed. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Well, it appears Heather got over Tommy, too, and got under a prison lover named Raphael. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show you her picture. Wait, is it a girl? Well, yeah, she's in a woman's prison. Raphael? That sounds like a boy's name. Yeah, well. Raphael's real Could be like Kelly or... Real cute, too. Taylor. You know, there's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But it sounds like, as of current... Miss Raphael got wise like Tommy because Heather claims to be single these days. Ready to mingle in the prison? Mm-hmm. And where's the baby? I want to know about the baby. Okay. As for baby Stella, at one point, Tommy's mother petitioned for guardianship of her. Mm-hmm. She wanted to raise her in Chicago. She was denied, though, and when Stella turned two, Heather handed her over to a Balinese woman who had befriended her during the trial. The woman brings Stella to see Heather and Tommy weekly, and I can't help but wonder if everyone wants a piece of this little girl because after many court proceedings between Sheila's siblings and Heather involving Sheila's estate, In June 2018, they came to a settlement which states that Stella, the baby, is now the beneficiary. Oh. So whoever's taking care of this baby is rich. Yeah. Yeah. So in June 2019, a published report in Bali stated that Heather could be released on good behavior in as soon as 18 months, which would be December next year. Wow. Yeah. Heather says that she has no plans to leave Bali after she is done serving time in prison. If she is deported, she would try to return. I couldn't find anything about Tommy getting early release. So if he doesn't, he'll remain in prison until 2033. Wow. That's a crazy story, Gretch. Right? You want to see a picture of the suitcase? Yeah, I do. Dun, dun. Oh, it's a hard top. Yeah, it's a hard top. It would have to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's hard to squeeze stuff in a hard Well, top. I told you she had to sit on it. I mean, I've even sat on it with clothes. It's not easy. Yeah. But, imagine. Wow. I don't like that story at all. This girl is clearly a big fat loser. Yeah, well, I think that if she can face charges, 
because there's evidence that they plotted it in the U.S. Oh, that's before what they thinking. went over there. So we'll see if she gets, we'll have to update you if she gets deported and they charge her over here. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she thinks she's just going to stay in Bali. She for sure does think that. With lots of money. And maybe she will. And there's some reports that she's on drugs right now because she's like super skinny and even more wacky than before. And drugs (sighs) are apparently real prevalent in this prison. Listen. I think if I was stuffed in a room with 21 women, I might be on drugs too. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, thanks, Gretchen, for that. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. Thanks for all the reviews, you guys. If you haven't left one yet and you like us, we really enjoy reading them and it makes our heart real full. And you know where to find us, Instagram. And our Facebook group is a really awesome group because we post a lot there. And we also post on Instagram, Twitter's, you know, I don't know. Am I too old to Twitter or to meet? I don't know. It's really hard for me. I have got too much going on. But the we're getting a little traction in the group. Yes, we are. So thanks for all those people that respond to us. We like it and respond to each other. I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And I think that's all for now, folks. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>